Monday, December 18th, and you are listening to the Public Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Giroux, and today we'll talk about Adidas and their change in digital strategy, and we'll also field a question about AFib. All right, so our news today about Adidas, uh, it's Adidas uh, changing their wearables division, they're consolidating their digital strategy, and what that basically means is that they've ended the business unit that is responsible for development of its fitness watches, um, also their sensor-enabled footwear and other wearable devices. And so a spokesperson for the company said, we have redefined our strategic approach towards digital, sharpening our focus on digital experiences. So what they're basically saying there is they're going to focus on this GPS-guided app called Runtastic that they acquired for um, millions and millions of dollars. And they're also going to focus on their Adidas shopping app. And so I, when I see news like that, I, I think of um, fitness and I think of, of public health and, and those industries. And it looks like... They might be, um, you know, shuddering to the other companies. There's just countless wearable companies out there, and it, it's kind of it's kind of a, a race to the bottom in some ways for a company like Adidas, especially when they already have this kind of scaled Runtastic app, and they have they're doing actually pretty well with their apparel right now. So it makes more sense for them, I would think, to focus on that shopping app. That's your news for today. The question today was from a prospective client of mine, and their husband had um, AFib or atrial fibrillation, and she was kind of asking if it would be okay for him to exercise with her sometimes, and she obviously had some concerns about exercise and some possible contraindications to his AFib. So what AFib is, um, it, it effect, first of all, it affects approximately 33 million people globally. Uh, 9% of Americans over 65 are affected by AFib and 2% uh, under 65. So for the under 65 crowd, not, not a big deal yet. And then 9% is actually, in my opinion, at least pretty significant. So it's definitely something that some of you have, either experienced or know someone who has experienced. Um, AFib is the most common type of heart arrhythmia, and it's basically when your heart beats too fast, too slow, or just in an irregular way. Uh, blood doesn't flow as well as it should from the atria to the lower chambers of the heart. That's kind of the main thing. Uh, you'll, you'll experience heart palpitations, extreme fatigue, uh, maybe even chest pain. And the big thing with AFib, besides the fact that it's extremely uncomfortable to go through one of these AFib events, is it's an increased risk of stroke, which is obviously um, a really, really significant health event. So my advice to her and my advice to you or your loved ones would be to first consult your physician. Um, they'll know some baseline things, some baseline contraindications to exercise, and they'll also know your specific 
case. You know, you might have something that's different than other folks. Um, and the other thing I would say is, you know, the big thing is to monitor your heart rate, but also it's important for the patient or the client to have, you know, a subjective, a subjective view of their heart rate because a lot of times the person will be on medication or a series of medication that controls their heart rate. Um, so you might, you might be, so what I'm saying is if you monitor your heart rate, heart rate while you are working out, uh, it might not accurately reflect your exertion because your heart rate's being controlled by that medication. So like at, at our facility and in, in the fitness industry, in exercise physiology, we use uh, an RPE chart, ratings of perceived exertion, and you you probably want to be at this um, moderate or somewhat hard um, level of exertion. If you feel like you're beyond moderate or somewhat hard, uh, you would probably need to take it down a notch. Another thing to focus on, especially if you're resistance training, and this goes for everyone, is to monitor your breathing. So this is especially important because uh, you don't want random bouts of you know, increased blood pressure and so on. And it's also important for everyone, because, uh, and especially as you age, because it could initiate this thing called Valsalva maneuver, which is just extra extra stress from holding your breath and doing resistance at the same time. So, uh, you know, sometimes, especially in older populations, you might hear of someone go experiencing cardiac arrest or like a massive, a massive cardiac event while they're using the restroom. And, and that's the same, the same thing as Valsalva maneuver that we're talking about here. So, uh, that's a big thing with uh, AFib folks. Um, obviously, you want to hydrate, and you obviously want to monitor your body temperature and the temperature of the setting that you're working in. So, honestly, the you know all things that matter to all of us, but for a person with AFib, uh, that heart rate and the ability to the ability for that person to know what their exertion level is um, in real time is really important because even if you have a qualified personal trainer, you know sometimes they're not going to be able to tell or they certainly won't have the metrics to know how you're feeling. That's all your news for today. Thank you for listening to the Public Fitness Podcast. If you want to view other podcasts like this, you can go to publicfitness.org or you can simply scroll down our list of past podcasts on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor. Uh, thanks to Anchor for making this possible. And also on Google Play Music. So if you want to reach out to us on social media, we are on um, Twitter and Facebook, Public Fitness FM. We're on Instagram, just Public Fitness. And if you want to reach me personally, I'm pretty much on all social media platforms, Jimmy Giroux, G-I-R-O-T. Have a great week.